Welcome back to the Constructive Liberty Podcast, intentionally designing a lifestyle of freedom with a life and career you love. Today is Wednesday, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you, as everybody likes to say. I've seen how many posts on social media already. May the 4th be with you. Yeah, kind of cheeky, but whatever. If you're into that thing, that's great. That's awesome. What are we talking about today? Today... I am going to share with you the top five tools that every entrepreneur or solopreneur should be using. And now, I know as I go through these things, a lot of you are going to be like, but Ken, I don't have any of those things. And I'm coming at this from a tech standpoint. So... When I might say a website or a lead funnel or something like that, we immediately go towards the tech side of things. But try to think outside of the box a little bit. And I'll, I'll, I'll get into that when we get to the main topic of today's show. First, I have a little quote for you, and then I want to expound on it for a little bit. And it's something that I end every single episode with, or every single episode that I remember to do that way with. And that is do good work. Now, what do I mean when I say do good work? Like we all know we should be doing good things. We should, our work should be good. We got to be doing good work. What exactly does that mean? Well, what is work? Work we we tend to think of work as things that we get paid for. It's like, are you going to go to work tomorrow? My wife will often ask me that, or I'll ask her that. Are you working tomorrow? And what we mean by that is, are you going and working for somebody else doing something that you'll get paid for, like physical money or, or something? But that isn't necessarily what work is. Work is anything that you do to accomplish a thing. Work is vacuuming the house. Work is cutting the grass. Work is giving advice to somebody. All of those things are work. And good is something that benefits somebody else. Now we can think of all well, good does it can good benefit me? Yes, good can benefit you. But if it only benefits yourself, then I wouldn't put that in necessarily the good bucket. I mean, it can be because we do have to take care of ourselves for sure. If we aren't taking care of ourselves, then we can't properly take care of other people. We can't properly care for those of us that we care for. Or for those others that we care for, something. I'm, I'm getting my mix all talked up today. But I think you get the idea. Doing good, doing something that benefits other people, work, anything you do to accomplish a thing. Doing good for others. And I would take that one step farther and say that you should be operating within the things that you're gifted or skilled in. So don't just go do something for somebody because it needs to be done. Yeah, that's a good thing. But there might be somebody else that actually is skilled at that thing, the drywall, the painting, the cutting the grass, whatever that might be, that could go do that for those people. And they're really good at it, maybe better at it than you are. 
You don't have to do it just because it needs to be done and say, well, I did good work, although I hated it and had a bad attitude the whole time. That doesn't really accomplish anything. That doesn't care for the person. That just does something out of obligation. You need to be doing things that you enjoy and that you're good at and benefiting other people with that special gift, talent, that special skill that God gave you. And that is where true fulfillment is. So maybe it should be live a fulfilling life. That might be the new tagline or the new, the way I ended up every episode. But I think when you really dig deep into what do good work is, what I just went through for the last several minutes is the essence of doing good work. Hey, let's jump into, well, no, before we jump into the main topic of today's show, I want to remind you, if you're a dad or an uncle or a godfather or a church youth leader or a mentor to teens, to teenage young men aged 13 to 17, father-son camping event happening June 24th, 25th, and 26th, it's going to be... Or camping, doing workshop things, developing real skills, developing soft skills and hard skills, talking about uh, your mindset, we're, we're talking about how to manage your finances. We're going to be doing a property walk. Carrie Brown is coming in to spend the weekend with us and teach us about horticulture. We're going to be doing some building, all kinds of awesome things that I've got planned for this event. So I'm going to drop a link in the show notes, but I'll tell you the website. It's teencatalyst.com forward slash TCFS event. Link will be in the show notes. Check that out. I thought I would drop this out there for those of you who listen to my other podcast. If you don't know, I do have another podcast called the Teen Catalyst Podcast, or I did have I laid that podcast to rest this morning. I was going to go through episode 200, and I said, you know what? What's the point of continuing just to reach a milestone when it's just for the milestone? It, it's not that important. You know, I'm, I'm 19 episodes away from 200. That's like six weeks of episodes, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to labor through six more weeks knowing that I'm going to put it to an end when it's not benefiting anything. That time is better used elsewhere. That, that mental space is better used elsewhere when I know this is coming to an end and I still have to put mental energy towards that. That's not going to benefit because I, I won't put everything that I need to in that to make it the best product possible. So I went ahead, laid to rest the Teen Catalyst podcast this morning. Only the podcast, not the rest of the coaching teens and the events and all that stuff. That's still out there, just not the actual podcast. So with that being said, let's jump into the main topic of today's show. Five tools every entrepreneur or solopreneur should be using. I may be Maybe doing a rebrand of the Constructive Liberty podcast, but not going to get into that today. Five tools every entrepreneur needs to be using. And these are super important. Whether you use uh, 
the actual physical tools that I'm talking about or software tools, which are not physical, but you get the idea. Whether you use these very things, you are using a form of them. And we'll get into that. So number one is a website. And there's a lot of different ways that you can do a website. You can go through Bluehost, which you can buy your actual domain name and they do the hosting. And you can uh, install WordPress on Bluehost to, to design your website and all of those things. There's a lot of different tools that you have to plug in together and all of that. Um, you could go through something like Get a Host Now. There's also Squarespace and Wix, which are website building softwares. My personal favorite, though, is Groove.cm. And I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there. I talk about Groove quite a bit today, and I am an affiliate of Groove. So if you go through my link, I will make a small commission if you end up purchasing. But you can. They do have a free uh, trial, or it might even be a certain level is free for us. I'm not sure. At one point, they were running a free lifetime deal where you could have a website and like one or two pages on it. I'm not sure if they still have that anymore, but I'm going to drop a link in the show notes where you can go check that out. The reason I love this so much is because they have every aspect of what I'm talking about today is included in Groove software. They have everything. <laughs> it's a fairly new software that I think it's probably been around about five years. I got in on it about two years ago. I discovered it and I've built all my websites on it. Super, super easy to use. It, it's, I just, I love it. It's got everything. So in designing a website, you, you'll have, you know, you have your homepage, which has got your header and, and the little links for the different pages on top. You've got your pop-ups. You have all the different sections of a website, which you don't even really think about when you just go to a website. But when you start designing, you realize what all these, what all it takes. Now, Groove has quite a few pre-built web pages that you can use and you just then replace the pictures with your own. You replace the words with your own and you do all of those things. They have quite a few different styles of pre-built pages that you can use. And I don't know, you should go check out one of my websites. I'm not really great with the software yet, but I think I've done some decent work with it. Go to kennethesh.com, check that one out. Um, empoweringforwardmomentum.com. Those are two that I've done personally. I've done every aspect of it. So go through it, see if the site breaks, see if you can break it, check them out. You can see just a little bit of what the Groove software can do for you. There's other, other places out there you can get your websites built and all that too. I personally like Groove for its ease of use and how well-rounded it is. The second tool that every entrepreneur needs is a lead capture funnel. And you might not know if you're not in the online space, you might not know what a lead capture funnel is. But if you've ever gone to a website and or you've been scrolling along and something pops up and be like, hey, download this free recipe or download this uh, PDF to t tell you how 
whatever can be done or 12 ways to cut your grass without killing it. If you've ever seen one of those things, what that is is the beginning of a lead capture funnel. So if you picture a funnel, you know, it's wide at the top and it comes together and closes in until there's just a narrow hole that the things go through, right? So a lot of stuff can be poured in the top and just a little bit comes out of the bottom. That freebie that you go sign up for just for your email address is the top of the funnel, Okay, so Elite Capture Funnel, they they give you something for free for your email address. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then often when you put your email address in, they'll they'll be like, "Hey, thank you. Before you go, you should spend $7 on such and such and such a product." It's normally 29.99, but now you can get it for only $7. That's the second stage of Elite Capture Funnel. You know, your email is the lead, and once you put that in, they've got it. And then they want to keep moving you through that funnel until you buy their high ticket item at the bottom. So if you have a construction company, you might do something like, here's something that I'm working on or that I have in my mind to work on is like uh, five things you need to do to get your house ready for spring. And then you would put on there, power wash the driveway. You would put on there, restore the deck, add a new deck, um, patio furniture, things like that. You put on the things on there that they need to be doing to get their house ready for spring or for summer. And then, you know, you'd give that to them for free. And then you'd be like, hey, before you go, do you need any of these services? For only $75 this week only, we'll power wash your house for you. And you, you move them on down through what's called the funnel, trying to sell them services. You've seen those. If you've been online at all, you know what I'm talking about. You've been through them. Everybody has. They just don't know what they're called. Some tools or some software that you can use to create those is, again, Groove.cm. I use that for my own. ClickFunnels is another really popular one. Keep, that's K-E-A-P, is a, is a good one. I've used that one in the past. And then Pipeline Pro is another one that is fairly new, um, maybe within the last year or two, I think. It may have been around a little bit longer than I think, but I've, I've played around with that one a little bit, but not enough to get good at it. I still do all of my stuff within Groove.cm. The third tool every entrepreneur should be using is a CRM. It's Customer Relations Management, I think, something like that. Basically, how you keep track of the people that have contacted you interested in, in a service you have. Or let's say you created the lead capture funnel. Somebody gave you their email address in exchange for that free download. They're now in the first stage of your um, your customer relation management. And, and what you do, they're in stage number one. Like they're, they're a new lead. So you might be sending them an email about whatever they downloaded. You know, hey, thank you for downloading this free checklist of five things that you need to be doing to get your house ready for spring. I wanted to let you know that we offer... Um, power washing, $75 for this week only. Sign up here. And you, you're you just peppering them with emails. You know, when, you, uh, when you've signed up for something that's free, 
you get that free download and those people start pounding your inbox trying to promote stuff to you. You know, you're in there in the lead stage in their customer relations management software. So when you actually click in and buy it, or when you click into a link on their email and you buy something or you go check something out, that actually creates a trigger in their customer relations management software, in their CRM. I'm just going to call it a CRM from now on. It, cre- it can create a trigger or trigger an action in their CRM that causes it to send you another email or maybe to put you in another stage of their pipeline. And they, they want to move you through those stages until they sell you that big ticket item that they have for sale. So whether that is, you know, a construction company or whether that's a cleaning company like my wife runs, which I have not set up her website and all of those things yet. I need to get that done. I know, I know I need to be doing these things because it's things I love, but time, you know, we have all only got 24 hours in a day when we need like 57, at least 57 and a half, maybe. I'm not sure how to make that happen yet. My computer's glitching a little bit. It's been really slow. I've spent a lot of the day trying to clean it up, clear up some space on my computer. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping this recording will do okay. But let's keep moving through. So some of the things that, some software that you can use for your customer relations management for your CRM is one is Go Pipeline Pro. I've played around with that one a little bit, which I mentioned also as uh, they do the lead capture funnel. You can build those in there. Keep, again, they're really good at that. HubSpot is a good one. They have a free version, so I've used that one in the past. Zoho, I use Zoho also to do my bookkeeping. So they have a wide range of, uh, they have a wide suite of software that they offer. I think that's how I should say it. So I use their bookkeeping software, and I also today discovered they had a CRM software. So I'm like, well, that can probably integrate really well with my bookkeeping software because it's the same company. Uh, Monday.com is another one. Pipedrive. And some people will use just a physical notebook because if you've got lots of clients or if you have clients, you soon lose track of what's going on if you try to keep it in your head. My wife does everything in her calendar. So when she, when somebody contacts her, she might write down their information. And then, you know, she'll go meet them and she'll write down what day she's got to meet them. And then, then they schedule her for the cleaning. And so she writes that down. She does that all in a physical notebook or a physical planner. This here is just software that can do that for you. So be thinking about how you can do these things. As I explain what the tool is, be thinking like if you hate tech, if you hate software, if you hate having to do things on your computer, be thinking about how you can do that physically with a notebook or a pen and paper or sticky notes or something like that. The fourth tool every entrepreneur needs is a method of communication. Okay, now we've all got this, and that's our mouth. (laughs) That's the biggest one and the best one. In person is the best method of communication there is. There's something about seeing the people face-to-face. There's something about that connection with them when they can see you. 
that is so much better. So recently, I had somebody texting me about building a deck for them. And we only ever communicated via text. And that's okay, but I don't like that. I'd rather talk to them or go visit them in person. I always try to go in person to meet the meet the potential client and see the job and discuss it with them in person. In person is the best sales environment that there is. The next is over the phone, which we talked about that a little bit. You know, those are different different methods of communication. You're still talking, but yeah, in person is the best. Then it's over the phone, then via text. Because if you if they're texting you, you've got that information. You you know who they are, and you can contact them in the future. Next is email. They say that the money is in the email list. So if you can be capturing people's emails and you can send them emails about your products or your services in the future, there's money in that. So be have a method, and we talked about that earlier, the lead capture funnel. Have a method of collecting people's email addresses. Another method of communication or a form is like an app like WhatsApp or Telegram or Signal or a group on Facebook or something like that. And then social media. That's a very good communication method because you might have a a page on social media for your business and you can put out the information on, we're having a huge sale this week or special this week only. Get your house power wash for only $75 or whatever that might be. You can do those things. You can tell people in person. That's great for actually making a sale, but it's not as good as email or text or social media because you can broadcast it to a thousand people. So if you're running something that you need to, you know, you, you want to get out to a bunch of people, some of those other tools are better than in person. But for actually sealing the deal, in person is the best. The last tool that you need, the fifth tool, I should say, not the last, because an entrepreneur needs an endless amount of tools. The fifth tool an entrepreneur needs is good customer relations. We've all dealt with those companies that are the absolute worst at customer relations. Think Verizon, think AT&T, think Comcast or Xfinity, which are, I think, the same thing now. So many of those companies... Most large companies have awful tech support departments. Their customer relations absolutely suck. (laughs) Excuse me for saying that if you've got kids and don't want them saying things like that, but there's no other way to describe it. That is a huge, huge driver of repeat business is good customer relations. You need honesty. People want to know that if you tell them something, you'll stand behind it. You're not going to rake them over the coals. You're not going to screw them out of their money. You're not going to start the job and then walk off halfway through. Yes, there are people that do that. I'm cleaning up a mess like that right now for a lady in my local community. You need to be honest. Next, you need to have a pleasant personality. 
you know, be a decent person. People don't want to deal with somebody who's a jerk. They might, if you're really good at what you do, they might put up with it, but you might not get the repeat business. So you need to have a pleasant personality. Charisma goes along with that. You know, not all of us are very charismatic. I'm, I'm not the most charismatic person. There's people out there that just everybody gravitates to. They want to talk to them. My wife is that person. She just has that it. Everybody loves her. I'm not that person. Not all of us have that, but we can turn that on when needed, at least a little bit. You also need the ability to resolve conflict. No matter what you do, if you're dealing with people, there will be conflict at some point. There will be conflict at some point. Can you resolve it? And one of the uh, best ways of, of learning how to resolve conflict, having that pleasant personality, the charisma, a lot of that has to do with your personality type. And if you learn about the different personality types, you've heard me talk about that a lot. The DISC model of human behavior is a great tool. It's a great way to learn the different personality types and to incorporate that into your customer relations. So that's five tools that I've gone over that every entrepreneur needs. A website, a lead capture funnel, a CRM, a method of communication, and good customer relations. Which one of these struck a chord with you? And what are some of the unconventional ways that you've captured leads? Now that I told you what a lead is, it's just an email address or a point of contact for a person. What are some of the unconventional ways that you have gained a point of contact for a potential client? I'd love to know that because there's so many of them out there that it's just, you know, the mind can't even fathom all of them. I've only gone through a couple of them. So what's some of the things that you've done to capture some information for a potential client? Send an email to Ken at ConstructiveLiberty.com and let me know what is your favorite way to capture a lead. Don't forget to check out the Team Catalyst camping event, June 24 through 26. And as always, do good work.